Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello there, Broads. Listen, here's the deal. So, um, obviously on Tuesday, if you don't know, you need to check it out. Uh, Becca came back. She joined back with the Broad Squad and she told us all about her birth, the birth of Franklin James. It's an incredible birth story. Um, it was so nice to have her back and she will be back next week. I can't believe it. I can't believe this this queen is back in the saddle already. It takes her a few days to recoup and then she just wants to be part of the broad squad again. Um, but we had promised that we were going to do JoJo's uh, season recap and Becca was like, listen, here's the thing. I'll come on this week do uh do Franklin's birth story. But Lord knows I still need a few days off. But I didn't want the broad squad to go without the jojo recap so i decided that i was just gonna co-host you know not alone i was gonna co-host with my uh my uh my favorite quarantine buddy these days hi babe (laughs) hi babe how you doing how obnoxious if we call each other babe the entire time how much i love you and you love me honestly like there's nothing about you that has bothered me at all during quarantine change nothing change nothing you're just too good to me you're You're too much perfect stop actually be be more real (laughs) honestly like we didn't even watch jojo's recap because we were just it was hard just to not hold each other's hands and stare into each other's eyes the entire time because like when we think about love like we can only think about each other and i don't find anyone else attractive but you and we just uh, we just like making out too yeah just like only making not out. making love just making out yeah exactly complimenting exactly. each other this is gross <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining me i love you uh I'm, we I'm excited. uh we uh did this it's been i think it's been more than a year so the last time you co-hosted with me yeah it has been because the last time you co-hosted with me was becca's last birth with ruthie and that was like a year and a half ago. Yeah, I'm like the I'm like the, the like when the talk show has a last minute cancellation. I'm like the local comedian they call in to be like, <laughs> uh, what do we do? Uh, this guy lives next to me in my bed. Bring him in. Exactly. You're my easy. You're my uh, you're the producer and you're the, do the audio and also then I'll make you watch Bachelor stuff. Which I am so sorry that you had to. Here's the thing. Okay, so the first this was. How, what a three hour long deal it was long and the first half of it we were both really invested and then the second half it was like come on abc this is just lengthy like we had to watch like all the relationship and all the breakup scenes in their entirety of the top four guys it went from like great cuts a lot of action mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to just literally like oh like the editor found out that he has to fill two hours. We just was like, let's just put super long, pointless clips for the last hour. It the was, first hour was heavy, and then the second. Yeah, it was just like, what is going on? And and I don't know. So I forced you to watch that, and I apologize. Um, but you know, 
I also had to watch it too. So poor me. Poor us. Poor us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to have a. Uh, it's not a spoiler alert. What is this? A little like asterisk before we start this. Okay. This is going to be the amateur bachelor recap hour because Evan has not seen Jojo. Se- had never seen Jojo. I had seen like a piece is like a piece here and there, but really, really but nothing more than seen, clips. I didn't even know that you had seen anything. I recognized a couple of the guys, but and I was like, Oh but yeah. They also are kind of like a few of the guys are like bachelor nation royalty. Like oh, they've so been on, that. you know, a hundred different. Probably saw them in like some, you know, some other uh, show iterations. You've like watched that. some bachelor in paradise. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably what it was. But, um, I also, so Evan has never seen JoJo's season, so he was literally watching the recap just as it was. Like, that's what you see is what you get. And then I, um, myself, when JoJo's JoJo's season came out, Ember was like, you know, maybe like seven months old. So it was starting to get like, she was moving around a lot. Right, I just right. wasn't, we were, we were in the middle of moving to Los Angeles. Yeah. I wasn't really watching much. Every once in a while, I'd tune in and kind of pay attention to the first few episodes. But the fact of the matter is this, and come for me if you will, um, I think JoJo and Jordan are adorable, but her like top few, I couldn't tell them apart. Yeah. It was just... They were all the same person to me. It was just like one man that just took five yeah. forms. It was like a big pot of man and they just like took scoops out and just made like, just like the genes of like every man and made twins. Like twins are slightly different. And that's about how different all these guys were. It was, it was almost unrecognizable. I couldn't tell the difference. I remember watching this, like some of the season and not being able to tell the difference between Jordan and Chase the entire time. I mean, even their names are like (laughs) right there. Like they scream just like white guy. Jordan, Chase, Robbie, Luke. It's like if you looked up a book of what to name a white guy in 1990, (laughs) that is, that's the name. And it was just them. And so here was my thing. It was like, I really, really liked, uh, I really like Jojo, but I could tell, in my opinion, it was pretty obvious episode one that uh, Jordan was going to choose Jojo, or excuse me, that Jojo was going to choose Jordan. I mean, yeah. It seemed like that just from the get-go. Dude's a stunner. He's a stunner. He's like kind of famous or had fame. Yeah. Well, I mean, the family fame. Family and, fame. And apparently he was a professional football player, it too. It said former pro quarterback. Yeah, so, I mean, it's always it's always a little loose with the ABC producers. Yeah, so I never know. You know what? It's research. funny you say that because I literally thought there was a lot of formers and a lot of like once was like one uh-huh. like I think who was a former competitive swimmer? Oh, Robbie. Okay, yeah, it's like okay, Evan. I go on the show. It's like Evan, former competitive hockey player. It's like I played hockey in high school. Like, <laughs> That'd be, so, that'd be such a weird, like, this is what I, this is my claim to fame is that I played hockey in high school. And that's the thing with The Bachelor, like, the production is sometimes they have it and it's crystal, like, or sometimes uh, uh, he maybe was, like, a past Olympian swimmer. Yeah, something, something that stands but out. at the same time, they'll do that and it'll be, like, yeah, ex-high school, you know, uh, swimmer. But it's like, um, what are those, I'm trying to think of this. Do you think specific. it's a cover-up for unemployment? It might be sometimes. At the time, maybe. It might be sometimes. Because it does seem like random. Like, one guy will be, like, real estate agent. And then the next will be, like, former com- competitive dog trainer. And you're just kind of like, 
okay like that's not like it's kind of a weird like they well you know another tricky thing that they do like it's not crazy enough to be like we got to bring that from the past and show yeah. you yeah you know another tricky thing they do is if you're going to school for something they'll say that that's what you are so like if you're going if you're in nursing school they'll be like she's a nurse Oh, got it. You know what I'm saying? A bit like they jump just to the job. It, it won't be like, oh, current nursing student. Right. It'll be like, it's not like nursing student on yeah. spring break and yeah. auditioning for The Bachelor, you know, yeah. whatever. It's like first nurse. First year of law school, I'm a lawyer. Exactly. It's a bit like, okay, exactly. Well, exactly. that's a lie. They like to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They like the guy's to- like, or it's the person who is, who's like, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> Refer to me as at the offices of blah, blah, blah. Refer to me as the offices of. Yeah, well, it's like you know, you know, it's yeah. They're just like lie on the resume. We we'll went ask questions. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I felt like this. It's just this this season. It was just very intense up front. Obviously, with I mean, my God, Chad. But like, I really enjoyed. I loved Wells. I loved Derek. I, you know, I remember it at the time. Um, Evan would kind of get under my, my skin a little bit, but he was still, he was clever and he was different um, just because, I don't know, he was an ED, like he worked in erectile okay, first dysfunction. First of all, I thought you were talking about me for a second. I was like, just at the time in our marriage, I was getting under your skin and then I'm like, oh yeah, there's an Evan on the show. There's an Evan on the show. Wow, where's this going? I will refer to it as Bachelor Evan. <laughs> I don't know where, you know, and at the time, love the show, Jess was driving me a little bit insane. And uh, Even though the fact of the matter is this, if uh, this quarantine continues and we all remain unemployed <laughs> that will be true i'm going to send you on the show <laughs> <laughs> just for content alone. now my thing well no for not for content i'm putting you on the show because i'm gonna get those instagram followers and i'm gonna get that ad money from you oh i see we're gonna share it my, the my first open couple yeah well i feel like i'm comfortable with you going on the show so long as you're very honest with whoever that bachelorette may be like listen here's the deal i am married i do have a child i'm going on here because i am unemployed if everything is out there and you're yeah. honest i'm like thumbs up let's do this thing so well then okay what's the angle though so i tell her what like what's the whole point so i have a kid there's no I'm currently <laughs> married i have nothing to do so i'm on the show but i want to have a relationship with you or i'm just here for a good time if you're down for a buddy i mean sweetheart keep me i'm, on as long sweetheart, as I'm like. gonna leave that up to you oh, I'm okay very, I'm well that's very... <laughs> dangerous and also kind of a setup for failure there because if i choose wrong i'm done no there is no wrong here we are in this in this age and i'm saying you go mm-hmm. you do your thing okay. i will i will remain home with the child and i will watch your instagram count go up got it you know and i'll just be like that's that ad money. So, well, that was a long way to wrap around our my little asterisks of this is an amateur bachelor happy hour. We're having fun. Um, but yeah, we're having fun. Said we were gonna do it. Um, also, before we dive in, uh, next this coming Tuesday, next Tuesday, I never know how to say that. Um, Chris Harrison announced that it's going to be the uh, double bachelor recap season it's going to be trista and alex the first bachelor and bachelorette oh. um i watch trista season i know nothing of alex becca and i have made a pretty 100 percent executive decision that we're probably not going to recap that because it just looks looks too old to watch <laughs> oh that first season when we got yeah it oh, looks a little wild. too unbearable i just don't know if we can do it 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 would probably ha- be funny and wild with fashion but it's just too much so what we'll probably be doing is 
our Tuesday episode and we'll put this out on our social media. We're going to do some Q&A. Listen, it's been a really crazy past couple months um, and we thought that this would be a good time for... Um, you know, any and all questions with what's going on right now, um, Becca's birth, uh, even social media, bachelor shit, like all that, bring it on. We'll um, put all that on our uh, social media for you all to send all the DMs and questions. So we're probably going to do that. We think it'll just be more fun and entertaining anyways. And we want to hear from you bras. It's been a while since we've chatted, so let's chat. Um, but yeah, ready to get into it? Ready. Let's do it. Um, okay, so... JoJo season. Oh, do I have to say this is the second week, the second week that we've had a Becca moment during the intro. Our yes. Becca. Yes. We had a quick shot of her, um, uh, of her crying the week before during, um, during Ben's recap. And then we had her talking to Ari during this one. And I'm like, Hey, pay our queen some respect. And, Give her some damn do Ari season and give her some damn time on it. Give her airtime. She has two beautiful children. Let let our queen live. Okay. Stop her ignoring her in this franchise. You're putting her face all over it. I get why you would. She's wonderful. She's fantastic. But respect our queen. Acknowledge her. Don't just use her image. Listen. <laughs> she's ass in the seats. You know what I mean? She gets yeah. the people there. Exactly. She gets a reaction. Exactly. You want that. Not these vanilla people that are just like, no, no, neither here nor there. No personality. Bring us Becca. Let's go. Um, All right. So we start off by uh, what were your thoughts of on this? This Chris Harrison setup. I mean, it it, it, this uh, this bachelor from home, this shelter in place bachelor setup. If this was a brand new show, an online show, Mm -hmm. like a low budget, like a pilot that was trying to get picked up, I'd be like, great. Yeah, during the quarantine times. A billion dollar show. <laughs> I mean, it looked like it was shot in like an old Airbnb. Like, you know, when you show up to certain hotels or Airbnbs, you're like, whoa, this this is kind of cool. Like, it's kind of trapped in time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, it's not what I would really want, but it kind of like it's like roses on top of old wooden furniture <laughs> with a monitor that looks like they dug it out of the basement, like a 1998 monitor. The setup was wild. Like it's, the, it's like they got rid of the budget for the show. They're like, oh, and then now we're using my son. Yeah, poor like, Josh. Oh, and he, and he just kind of like looks at the camera and goes, <laughs> like, it was the most just like, it was like he bought the show and it was just like, I don't want to spend any more money on this thing. Let's just kind of wing it. I can't get over it. Wild. Every single episode, it just blows my mind. And I don't feel like people... I'm not getting the biggest reaction when people are like, yeah, this is crazy. I can't get over how low budget looks. Yeah, like I get it if you're someone who has no idea how t- television works or, or any of that stuff works. But you got to realize like they have so much money. So much. T- and top producers and the, all the people to make this as beautiful as possible or as high end or as like even if it's going to be lo-fi. Yeah. It'll be like cool lo-fi. This just looks like mm-hmm. bad lo-fi. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Me and my son are kind of just winging it. <laughs> Chris and Josh are just like having a daddy Sunday. Yeah, it literally and is. just like giving it a go. A hundred percent. It's one of his school projects. It's a it's dad's <laughs> helping out his school, his freshman year. Like Josh project. is a freshman in high school. He's thinking that maybe he wants to be a producer one day. Sure. And so he's like, hey, dad, do you mind? Like, I know you're kind of famous. And do you mind kind of doing this for me? And I'm going to set it up. And yeah, whatever. It's not even Josh's fault. It's like the decor, too. It's like. 
Yeah. What house is this? Yeah. No, I don't blame Josh. It's like it's like Chris Harrison's parents' house. <laughs> Maybe he is quarantined. That's with the his vibe. Parents. That's the vibe of that place. Maybe that's what he's doing. I don't know. He it's, said it's his own home, it's but wild. you know, I, 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 I mean, or like a dude has just no taste in like furniture or something or i don't know yeah you know who knows really because you can't get a you can't get a grasp on people's taste because he is always dressed by someone and he's always in a suit so it's hard to tell really what chris harrison's style is you see a lot when you see someone's house but i will that's very true it's very true i wonder how much people judge us when they see our house and how uncoordinated eh. it is yeah yeah room to room yeah <laughs> room to room. <laughs> one room is all right the rest it's, ooh, it's, it's pretty very rough. room to room <laughs> it's pretty rough <laughs> but i mean chris harrison's taste i will say um during colton's season finale they had a special guest band come out to play a song and oh. chris harrison was psyched and it was air supply so okay. I feel like that's kind of all you need to know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's a little, it's just, yeah, it it's speaks for just, itself. Yeah, you know. No comment. No comment. <laughs> no shade to any Air Supply fans, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for us. It's just kind of like, you know, you know. You just, you know it. <laughs> um, so we started with a little Wells Adams catch up with mm. his fiance, Sarah Highland. You knew yep. Sarah course that's that was when you're like hey i know her yeah, uh-huh uh-huh yeah. huge modern family fans i mean yeah she's they're both super cool and they felt like the most current people they feel like they had personality and obviously she does but i mean him he he really i liked him a lot yeah he I has love charisma Wells. he's got personality he's vulnerable like that guy's cool i like that guy i loved him i loved him in a from... room full of in like buff dudes too well he didn't I mean... lack the confidence like he yeah. just himself we I can like talk that. about how much those room full of men were shaming wells constantly they were giving they were heckling him so much i was getting so irritated i was like how dare you speak of him that way he's the best one hands down in my yeah, opinion definitely. and he i don't know he's just like and i mean and let's be real obviously he is top notch because he i think was the very correct me if i'm wrong i i I'm pretty sure he was the very first Bachelor contestant, and he wasn't even a Bachelor. He was just a contestant to break through the reality TV walls of The Bachelor and date like a proper Hollywood celebrity. Yeah. So obviously. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's the guy, he's he's great. He's super cool. Yeah. Fan. Um, but they were super cute. I was loving the fact that Sarah was rocking her vote shirt. I was like, yes, Queen. Um. Yeah. And obviously, they had like the most professional backdrop. Did you notice this? Well, it was just like a, you know, they I, just, I didn't even get the backdrop. I just got like really, really nice house. Always looks nice. It's just backdrop. all you white shoot from any angle. And you're like, yeah, a super ball in Malibu house or wherever they it live. It was just all is gonna look white. Amazing. It's yeah. Got, they've got that modern family. Money. That's that syndication. <laughs> it's that syndication cash. <laughs> it's that number one show 10 years in a row cash. Oh, that's a lot of money. Oh, yeah. They're like office level. You th- is it I mean, maybe, really? not, maybe not quite that big, but they're like on their way. For yeah, sure. and she's like main character. They're massive. Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. Congrats to her. Love her. She's been a major Bachelor super fan for years. Ooh. So she was had her eyeballs on, on Wells. I mean, I think. But I know she's been a I'm super sure. fan for years. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And I don't know. They're just super cute. All right. So. I'm reminded as this starts, I know, again, you haven't seen the show, but I was reminded, I was like, oh gosh, again. And this happened last week 
and the week before when when beck and i recapped caitlin's season when i recapped uh uh with uh justine and natasha from two black girls one rose ben's season i was like oh my god these seasons were the ones that were packed with all these people who got really famous in bachelor nation so we're seeing people like um this guy luke pell um evan bass Derek wells chad oh my god uh, <laughs> yeah um and daniel which daniel is the canadian uh the guy with the who's really into stripping and poking other guys in the belly button yeah got it yeah so so like two weeks ago i was talking with becca during a caitlin recap and i was like this guy reminds me and there was this one other guy um who reminded me of Daniel and I couldn't remember Daniel's name and I was like there was something about Daniel that I liked and when I was watching this then I was feel I was full of shame and I was like oh my god (laughs) how this guy was just ugh like but in Bachelor in Paradise they played him often as like this really kind of just goofy like stupid character because he's a he's a trippy dude yeah I remember the first meeting between him and Evan yeah he poked him in the belly button. And the guy's like, you can't do that to people. And he's like, what? And the guy's like, he's tweaked. He's like, why are you poking me in the belly button? Like in a suit. And he's like, is that a Canadian thing? Like, what is that? And he's like, no. Is that weird? And I just feel like, oh, I mean, like, you're off to the race. Well, the already. thing is, I remember when I first, and I didn't like Daniel in JoJo's season, but I liked him in Bachelor in Paradise, even though, again, it's just, no, Jessica, just no. But um, he entertained me. But uh, it was... I remember watching Jojo season, seeing him poke Evan in the belly button and being like, wow, this guy is being really disrespectful. But then when you get to know Daniel, you're like, oh, no, he's not. He's not. I don't think he's trying to be disrespectful. He's just the type of person who pokes someone in the belly button because they think it's just a good idea. I didn't get bully. I didn't get bullied from him. But I when, got, but when I got they first like started the clueless. season, because he was friends with, see, they didn't show it as much, but him and Chad were friends. So I was like, okay, he's hanging out with this, uh, oh. the craziest villain that's ever been on the screen. Well, the most obvious villain. We'll talk about Luke P. Um, but, uh, so you're seeing their, their friends and then he's kind of doing these things. Mm-hmm. You're like, eh, what's this guy's deal? He's like egging on people, but then you realize you're like, for a while I thought he was trying to make fun of Evan. And I was sure. like, what a jerk. But I think he's just. Yeah, I didn't even get that vibe. I got, yeah, I got like, he's just kind of a, he's just, hey, I'm a goofball, man. And, <laughs> you know, and you're like, okay, man. Like, But it wasn't even that, like, you know, the type of people who are like, you know me, I'm just wacky and goofy. No, he doesn't like realize. On Bachelor in Paradise, I don't have the lines, but there were a few things that came out of his mouth that you were like, what the hell does that mean? Like bizarre. Oh, really? That's why I liked it during Bachelor in Paradise. There's something about it. Maybe maybe the recap didn't quite capture. No, I'm just being stupid because he is. He's not. He's got not doesn't have a great reputation. But he was it's just a weird so bizarre. Sure. I mean, <laughs> it's just entertained highly by like his like trippiness. Um. Well, yeah. So we have them all. You know coming out of the limo that's again when i was re- recalling that they all look exactly the same like it was just wild yeah. to me how similar they look um oh i wanted to say one thing yeah tell the me. only beef i have with wells i think this is wells yeah if i remember correctly are you talking about the quartet the quartet yeah 
I feel similar. Okay. If you're a part of the quartet, sure. No, that's way more awkward. No, but hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. No. no but it, okay. Hear Are me you out. kidding me? I'm just going to let you know right now. If we're ever on a romantic date and you roll up and you jump in it, I just think it's like a little, what is no. it when there's three guys and then you jump in and it's a quartet and you start singing to me, I will divorce you on the spot. No, listen, listen, listen. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it makes sense. I'm not saying a dinner, right? If you're dinner and you, and you, and you hire a jazz band to come play for you while you're eating dinner. Sure. That's yeah. beautiful. But if you pull up, on your first impression and you have some sort of band or some sort of musical thing and you're trying to show off your talent or something like that awkward but it's at least it makes sense but randomly but showing up to the first impression four guys show up and sing a song and you're just staring at the girl like look at these guys that's to me like having another guy do push-ups to impress your girlfriend you'll go hey look i heard this guy do push-ups for you isn't that cool you like those push-ups? Anyway, nice meeting you. It's just kind of like, what? Why are they here? What do they have to do with you? Are you a musician? Are you like tied into well, this? Or did you in, work in, with these? Did you produce? Did you write the song? Like, why are they? What do they have to do with you? He's in radio, so he's like very involved in music. So he loved them. They were very good. So here's oh, yeah. the thing: it had nothing but, to do with that. But if you're like, if you love, if you like have this quartet that you love, or you really enjoy like quality music, and you're like, I also want this person who I'm meeting to enjoy quality music. I get that now. If I was in JoJo's position, regardless, I'm uncomfortable because, you know me, I, it's it's like it's the don't have someone come and sing me happy birthday. Please do not hire someone to take photos of us after we're getting engaged. That was one of my biggest stipulations with Evan. I'm like, when you propose one day, don't hire a secret photographer because I'm be in my head the whole time and nervous. Yeah, right, I right, would right. never be able to handle paparazzi. It'd be a nightmare. I'd be right. so uncomfortable <laughs> the whole time. Um so Jojo's just, you know, standing there and like yeah. trying to smile and she did a great job. And she's just like, hey, so why? Well, okay, cool. Thanks for that. Like, I don't know these guys. Like, but yeah, no, I guess it was a famous person. Like, oh my gosh, she got some famous person I mean, to sing they, a song for them. Maybe they were and we just didn't know them. I mean, yeah, if they're legends and she knew who she was like on her Facebook profile, it said and a big fan of four person and a big fan of quartets, <laughs> then maybe. But other than that, I thought that was the only thing where I was like, that is so yeah, weird no, to me. I, yeah, you know, I mean, when you're... Not to Becca, a company dinner, but to like have a first no, impression. No, Becca and I Becca and I are very... Listen, Becca and I are very vocal on the show about the fact that we are not fans of the music dates 99% of the time on this show. Because Awkward. you're just like, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to look at these people or then like I'm supposed to dance. But then like I see all these people staring at me and I just want to have this moment. Alone. But I guess there's a whole camera crew filming. So you probably don't even it doesn't even really make that much of a difference. But we have a problem with it. It is weird. It, you just feel pressure. You just just doesn't feel as organic. It but definitely doesn't. But it would be way worse, in my opinion, if he would have been part of the quartet. It would have been like immediate axing. Okay, it would have been worse in the corny It would have been worse in the corny level, but it would have made sense at least. Like I that's mean, why they're here because I, I help. I do this or I'm a part of this. That's why. Well, point. it didn't work on her because didn't he didn't get the first kiss. Definitely didn't get the first kiss. Uh, Jordan got the first kiss. And again, I I knew I knew that Jordan, it was going to be Jordan. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just so clear. 
Um, at least it seemed that way to me. And I'm pretty sure the mass majority of the audience was like, no, duh. And then when I actually was been watching this, because I really didn't watch the second half of the season at all when it was airing, I didn't know how upset she was letting go the top four, let wow. alone letting go Robbie. And I was like, oh, I thought that it was just smooth sailing Jordan the whole time. Um, so I guess it, it maybe wasn't as obvious, but yeah, we knew it from the beginning. They were meant it to be together. It seemed like his to lose. Yes. Yes. Would he Would he? Make yeah, you're going to do mistake? some weird thing. But like other than that, it was just like, dude, of what course. What weird ass thing are you going to do? Um, so, okay. We get the clips oh this was that was i said wrote down belly button gate with daniel and um and <laughs> belly button gate. i wrote down evan belly button <laughs> well, just because i remember like watching that and being like not your belly that button is bizarre oh my god and then they have the clip of like daniel straight up harassing evan by the jacuzzi being like like yeah. look at my dick and it was like, like sexually harassing this is this is this is not okay no. this is this is like so and poor evan is so like awkward with it like trying to not be rude and be like dude fucking stop well he's just I, like wandering away what age <laughs> is it like like i'm trying to think of my upbringing in sports and being naked in locker rooms and like it, it was so not funny it was so not funny to be naked so early on. You know what I mean? Like well, these are grown men and they're, and he's know. being silly about the fact that he might not have his pants on. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is in like, maybe when I'm like yeah, 13, 14 and you're in the, you're in your kind of first couple locker rooms and you're, everyone's being a little silly because they're kind of insecure and they're awkward about the whole thing. But when you're like 27 and you're joking around about the fact that you might not have undies on, like, it's just like, do, what man? Like, like, uh, yeah. At what age is like, ooh, penises? Like, <laughs> what do you, like, how is that even a thing to tease your guy friend about? That you're going to go in the jacuzzi naked and that's going to be icky for him. I don't know. I, I, well, I will say this though. Right? Like, like what, some of the how? podcasts, like the comedy podcasts that I listen to with some of these guys, I, they talk always about like constantly sending each other like dick pics and like thinking it's hilarious. And I'm kind of like, I don't get it. Like, I'm not sending like, yeah. I'm not sending my girlfriends like check out my vulva. Like, isn't it so funny? <laughs> a vulva pic. Yeah, I'm not sending that. <laughs> like, I mean, like, here's the deal. Like, you know, two nights ago, I sent my girl a video like like chat thing of myself to explain some wild conspiracy that one of our friends has going on, and I didn't have a top on in it, and it wasn't like I, but I wasn't like check out my tits. It was like I just was talking to my friend, but to send something like intentionally. You mean like your boobs were out though yeah casually in the video yeah wait so you <laughs> what's that funny hold on hold on so you're filming yourself like a selfie style yeah talking to the video basically filming a reaction you have to something you guys are currently talking yeah. about and just every once in a while you'll see your boobs yeah, out. because I was in the middle of changing. So I whipped the phone out and did it in the moment because, you know, I forget to text back everybody. So I was like, I'm going to do this right now. That would be bizarre. If I, if I, Why is if that I, weird? If that, because it's one thing if you had like a bra on or you were kind of holding yourself or you had a towel on. But if you're just hanging out, what I'm saying is this. It'd be like if I was doing that and I had my no pants on and just every once in a while you just cut up like a flash of my dick. And it was just like, totally, man. Yeah. So anyway, I really think that we should talk to that buyer. Or, you know, I was really thinking we should um, tea time or we should go to the casino. What do you think? It'll be fun, right? And just every once in a while, you just like 
could just see me like that would be well, insane then guess what you're not getting any of those videos <laughs> bud no i want the videos i'm saying send them to me don't send them to your friends well the, my friends are the ones that get them sorry <laughs> by the way i'm so sorry i don't know why my examples of talking to my friends went to the biggest douchey vibe ever i said casinos tea times and like something else i know i'm like oh god i'm like i don't go to casinos and i don't yeah, golf like, anymore. have you ever been to a casino I, in I, your life i don't know why i think i was i was projecting i just needed to get out of the house yeah jeez <laughs> you're just like you've been in quarantine so long that you just I'm become just like a raging douchebag you're just like oh, i gotta get a tea time then i gotta go get to the poker tables and i gotta smell <laughs> that cigar and make sure that i got that whiskey with the boys i think i'm losing my mind that's why i'm, yeah, making, I'm so making up too. alternate realities <laughs> um okay well anywho uh so then we see like oh then we saw chase and jojo and that was that was a funny scene because Chase and Jojo were going to do yoga together. And I thought that they were going to have like, it was just going to upfront be like tantric yoga, sexy yoga, but they start doing that like tantrum yoga where they're like throwing tantrums together and they're, she's calling it like an oh. anger gasm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this to me just looks like my living room Every morning at 10 when my child like loses her mind. That's what this looks like. (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely bizarre. It was kind of weird. Just this is called the Jessica meltdown (laughs) yoga. This is what you're going to see once you start dating me. And I flip the fuck out. Yeah. I'm going to throw a tantrum on the floor. Well, and then they do the yab yum. It's called the yab yum, I think, where they straddle each other and have that heart alignment and that is just that was intimacy i mean yeah it was very it was very intimate yeah it was like i i was thinking about when i was watching them and all you could see like they first started they were kind of smiling and then you just like watched yeah it's like a magnet the heat yeah start to rise and it was like you know yeah talk about it great if you're just you know if you need some intimacy or you need some connection time like force yourself to do that yeah seriously it'll happen it's not that i you know maybe later this week so, well yeah yeah i have it booked out every night <laughs> it's in the books yeah. um and then uh we were watching it and evan goes they're like they're doing their yab yum and evan goes like where do the instructors go because they were yab yumming <laughs> yeah. next to them yeah. right <laughs> they were just, they just didn't see the they just anymore. disappeared and i was like i'm pretty sure they're probably hiding behind something and they're going to jump out at them at some point and just be like part five of the exercise is feats of strength and they just start like yeah. just fight. fight for your life oh god <laughs> <laughs> swords well these dates though there were some like uh definitely some I just say the season was a little erotic. They're doing the yabim, and then they have the firefighter date. Yeah, and I'll tell you this: wouldn't hate that date. You like if that I one? was the bachelorette? Yeah, you like the firefighter thing. Yeah, because yeah, because firefighters are extremely hot. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, chill. Uh, <laughs> but really, that's a thing. I mean, I know it's a thing, what but I'm mean, saying, oh, co- of course, no, no, it's listen, a thing. I know it's a thing. Yeah. But is it like for you? Is it like a like a major thing? You, it's definitely like when a fire truck goes by, I'm not not looking. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, chill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's good to know. Just ordered my fire suit on Amazon. <laughs> break through the door. One second, please. <laughs> my axe. <laughs> Scare you to death. And I'm yeah, thinking it's so talking. hot and I'm just... 
beating the door down with an axe and you're screaming for your life calling down one and i'm like honey i'm home <laughs> give me just let me know give me a heads up before you do the firefighter no, role I do a play, whole, like, please. i'm gonna blow her mind and i like escape at night while you're sleeping and then just take an axe to the wall no you just show up in the middle of the day with like a very high powered hose and just blast me and it just yeah, like, and hurts just like, like hell is this what your fantasy was <laughs> it's good to know i'm not letting you anywhere near a firehouse oh gosh um well it was <laughs> to me it was an erotic date um the what was not erotic were all the men shaming wells because listen wells was not you know quite as jacked as all the other guys who you know he couldn't handle all the gear and he yeah. was about to black out he's a music guy you know yeah. all your friends are musicians it's yeah. not yeah. you know you're not gonna put on yeah 50 pound firefighter suit and Go do a, a, you know, what is that called? Um, Trojan, whatever. What? One of those runs. Like a Spartan race? <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> Trojan run, obviously, you know. Oh, you mean like that. musicians in general aren't athletic? I mean, that's probably just a terrible stereotype. Yeah, wow, but just lump them all in. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, yeah. there's just different, there's different points of interest. Maybe growing up, you were focused on other things. True. You know? Yeah. And they were shaming Wells, and they were giving him shit. Well, turns out, he ends up having the last laugh because they laid him out on a little blankie, and all the boys were laughing, but he ends up getting more one-on-one time with JoJo, and just turns out to be just the most charming. Super charming, but does the one-on-one time, is it good one-on-one time? You know what I mean? Like The two of them? I had to be rescued. I mean, (laughs) I wouldn't care. Okay, okay, no, that's what I'm asking. No, not at all. In fact, I would be, I would be, God, it's, you know, it's tough. This is a tough thing. It depends on the guy. If I wasn't attracted to the guy at all, and then he had to be rescued, if I'm being honest, I'd probably be like, okay, this is just, you know, not for me. But, if he was a cute guy and he was fun to talk to and in this specific firefighter scenario, he almost blacked out, but he then was laughing about it, laying on, like how Wells was handling yeah. it and he was laughing at himself and kind of making fun of himself. Yeah, he played it well. I would be, I would be into that because I'd be like, wow, this guy's really confident. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He knows himself and he's not like embarrassed or, or even if he is embarrassed, he's handling it well. I feel like it's a total fine line with the whole like, challenge thing well there were yeah there were a lot of like challenges but if you try too hard yeah there is this level of like that's embarrassing to me but if you don't try enough then you're not taking it seriously there's kind of this weird thing it's like if you're like going so hard and then you win it's a little bit like okay, yeah dude, like yeah you think that this is means something well that's the thing when i mean <sighs> We'll talk about Chad, but at one point when Chad was kind of like, you guys are embarrassing, like trying to win all these challenges and like impress her. And though I can't stand Chad, um, I will say if I was in bachelorette position, I would not be like attracted to like you're saying the person who's like winning the challenges. It would be like, all right, like how are you playing these challenges out? If you're fully ignoring them and you're being a douche about it and be like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. It's not cool. Right. Then I'd be like, well, you're no fun. It's and you're taking ground. yourself. Yeah. You're taking yourself too seriously. You want to get like third place. Yeah. Yeah. Cause first, first place is like, you're ignoring the girl. 
and you're just like, I gotta win. Yeah, and that's and not like, for well, that's yeah. not the point. That's of this. not for me. Unless you know, it, it just depends on the or challenge, though. Because but... sometimes, like again, in this in this uh, season, they had the stand up comedy challenge, and I wouldn't hate if someone won the stand up comedy challenge. Be like, you're super funny. That's different, though. Great. We're talking about, I'm like talking the about talent, physical, the physical talent stuff. Show. Yeah, the feats of strength. For yeah, sure. where it's like, I'm gonna do a million pull ups, and you're like, <laughs> okay, the dude's like not even looking at the girl; he's just sweating. And yeah. like the other, there's like a middle ground where the guy falls off, and he's talking to the girl. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, no, you're right. There's you're a little right. bit of like, I like the the third place is good. Third place is like solid. if it's in the feats of strength. You're yeah, talented. You're strong. You're impressive, but you're not taking the challenge over the girl you're not knocking people out of your way to yeah, try you're not to like furious if you lose yeah. kind of thing it's not like a luke p situation mm-hmm. on the rugby fields lunatic yeah oh god what a nightmare i love it sometimes i think about him and i just like zone out and remember all that happened love a lunatic i mean television but my god um well with wells he had his moment, but then <sighs> Sweet Wells and JoJo, it turns out that they haven't kissed yet. Everyone yeah. else has kissed. And again, here we go again. The guys just continue to heap on him and are giving him a hard time and making him feel like all this pressure about having to kiss her because everyone else has. Yeah. Um, How soon would you kiss someone, do you think, in this situation? I think it's energy. What do you give me that look for? That was, <laughs> I mean, within two minutes, probably three minutes max. No, it was no giving, um, I was giving you the look to see if like that energy was happening right now. That was the moment. Yeah. I'll make you wait. Um, <laughs> so I think it would just depend on her energy, obviously, but you know, I think it all depends on chemistry too. Yeah. Like, you know, I think some people, it takes a while to develop chemistry. All of a sudden you're on your 10th date and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I didn't, see this now we have this connection sometimes it's like right away i just always wonder if i'd have pressure like feel pressure in the situation because obviously going in i'd be like it's just you have you know it's when it feels right but i wonder when there's all these cameras in your face like how long first of all it takes to adjust to that becca said it's you adjust pretty quickly but she also adjusts to things very quickly. I feel like and right away she'd be just like, she's like good to go. I'm kind of be like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. whole time be like very aware and nervous. Um, but I feel like I wonder if there would be this pressure of, oh my God, like, you know, I, everyone else has kissed uh, the lead and I, or if I'm finding out like, like first night, the leads kissing numerous people and i'm like oh god maybe i should also kiss the lead like i wonder if i'd get caught up i could see myself feeling pressure and like rushing it i think it's also knowing your place in the pack mm-hmm. like if you're clearly the most handsome guy there the most charismatic and like you have it all over everyone else and you haven't kissed her there's probably this thing of like wow maybe he's waiting you know there's kind of he's playing yeah. the long game whatever but if you're not then you would should be concerned. You know what I'm saying? This kind of yeah. this thing. It's like if you're the guy that she seems to be the most interested and you still haven't kissed her, then there's you're kind of this like whoa, the tension's yeah. building, blah blah blah. But if you're not, then it's kind of like oh, I'm getting left behind here. Yeah, that would be my guess. Yeah, or my feeling in the yeah. in the pack. Well, they put Wells in basically the human fishbowl. They they put them at JoJo <laughs> in this situation yeah. where all of a sudden there are people they just like, like forced it. 
They're like, get naked and swim on each other. (laughs) If this doesn't work, you're out of here. And it was like glass with like a thin amount of water. We were both like, this is the hottest date ever. Like, this is the craziest. I'm like, where is this? Where? How can I participate? This is (laughs) so hot. Um, And then they had that really awkward, like quick cheek kiss. And it was like, no. But then they started kissing. But again, I mean, it seemed, it felt pretty obvious. Um towards the beginning that Jojo and Wells had like friend chemistry. Definitely. Um it just wasn't, you know, he wasn't maybe her type of type of fella. Didn't seem that way. No. Maybe it was the quartet. Who knows? Maybe that's what ruined everything. <laughs> well, Chris Harrison harassed Wells like you wouldn't believe. He was just like, um You're not a oh, good yeah. lover or something like that. Oh like yeah, that? what the hell? Well first of all he was just like uh chris was like well um uh oh well said why why are you like why are you doing this to me again chris harrison uh why did you put me like and also like could you've gotten a suit that fit me better and he was like well they didn't have kid size as well so rude so rude i mean another man saying that to another man is just the most disrespectful thing i've ever heard it's just so rude i can't even believe it um and then yeah he was just like so, Sarah, here's your time to defend your fiance. He didn't come off as the best lover on the show. Is he a good kisser? And I'm like, what the hell? And, and then not only rude, like, okay, <laughs> hey, man, you wear kid sizes. You're such a bitch, basically. <laughs> and then follow it up by, hey, your girl, he sucks at sex, too, right? Yeah. Because he's, he, so, he's so, he has no eroticism. He, he's like, is he said a good lover. Yeah, like, that's even worse. It's like, it was just like, do you what? Have beef? How did he not have a good what do you mean he didn't come off as a good lover i'm sh- he came off as a wonderful lover he seemed great at communicating and he was very interesting and lovely and like maybe he didn't like pounce on a kiss and like you know grab it the first night yeah seems like a communicative king okay he's definitely probably a giver i mean we love a giver um well they then left us and i just feel like chris harrison has maybe been in quarantine too long maybe that's what's just happening you know just like you're bringing up your cigars maybe chris harrison's just been in quarantine for too long i'm losing it (laughs) um so then oh lord then we get to the chad the chad johnson of it all um chad johnson I have a lot to say about Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson um, was obviously a large part of this, like a third of this season recap because he shook, like shook Bachelor Nation with how insane he was. Um, And my feelings are this, um, hated that he got so much airtime, hated that, uh, hated more that, that the Bachelor let him back, back on because he came back on bachelor in paradise and he continued this behavior towards people and and he's out of control i mean he he's been in 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 the news like for yeah just tons of shit we'll get into that but hated that but we have to talk about it because it was a third of this recap and it was crazy and i'll be real with you like i said i was in and out of the show um the first time. So I didn't see all these Chad moments. I mean, this was crazy. Like this was some unreal, like violent. 
I mean, this was this was not a villain who was like, hey, you know, you know, love to hate him. It was like, you're scary as hell. And I told Evan before we started this recap, I'm like, we have to go in on Chad. And the fact of the matter is this. I'm scared for my life. <laughs> I'm scared it's, that he's going to find out what our address is. OK, I don't. I don't understand. I, I was trying to read between the lines half the time being like, okay, is he playing up the screen? Is he kind of, does he, is he have this kind of, he's playing the heel. Is he, is he know what sells? So I'm going to be the crazy guy that does crazy yeah. things. But then you would see like genuine reactions out of him that were like, whoa, like when he tore Evan's shirt after yeah. the comedy show. I mean, imagine having that little self-control where in front of a whole group of people, you physically assault someone for making a joke at your expense. That's next level. Like, it's not even in the house. It's a whole it's in a crowd. theater of people. You assault someone, yeah. and then 10 minutes later, throw your fist through a door and break your hand, basically, bleeding around, bleeding all over the place. It, and I say, mean, And say, I think you told Evan, I'm going to kill you if you keep that up. I I mean that wouldn't surprise me. Like that's something crazy, exactly like that. what he said. I mean, at one point, it's like the dude made he, a joke about you, and you're threatening his life, and then grabbing him and ripping his shirt. Like that is. And his joke was about him being on steroids. It wasn't like I mean, come on. It was like you're on steroids. You're irritable. That's yeah. basically the. It was yeah. You're on steroids. You're irritable. Also, like look at the guy. His veins, like he's huge. He's using. He's. He's doing pull-ups on the rafters of the house with a weight belt wrapped around like a tote bag, okay? And his veins full are... Full of protein powder, which protein. is just like, could you be more like on the nose with the whole thing? <laughs> full of protein powder. His veins are busting out busting. of him. Like, dude, chill. Obviously, people are going to say that you're on steroids. Like, look at you. Come on. Like, Remember, he's like, after he, has, he like uh, threatened Evan, he's like, if I don't lift weights soon, I'm going to kill someone. Or I'm going to freak out. I'm yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're really playing into exactly what Evan just said about you. Yeah. He said some, there was, there was one moment where after he was talking to Chris Harrison, where Chris Harrison pulled him aside after that Evan piece. And he said, I'm going to remove, it's like something like, I'm going to remove, like, I'm going to cut, like, remove people's arms and then legs and throw their torsos in the pool i mean that's not an insult no that's like horrifying that's like a scary movie threat it was a scary movie threat he's miked he's on camera do you even want to begin to think about how this man is not on camera oh my gosh i mean the fact that the bachelor like the production team allowed him to stay. He like again, they're hearing all this. He's on mic. It's not like they don't know when they find out later. Like Jojo will find out later. She has no idea he's saying all this crazy stuff. But the production team knows he's saying all this stuff to the point that they hire a security guard to specifically watch him so that they can keep him on the show. And instigate this violence. I mean, it's crazy. Alternate thought. Okay. I did always notice that he would only ever lose his mind when kind of instigated by someone in the group. Like, it was never random. It was always like one of the guys talked about him to JoJo. Yeah. One of the guys would call him out and say, 
you shouldn't talk to her right now. One of the guys would say, you're a weirdo. Or like, listen, he's obviously crazy, but it felt like if you just left him alone, he would stay, it almost felt like he would stay on his side of the room, work out, do his thing. But I don't, I feel like the altercations were always somewhat like, dude, if you're hanging out with a legit wild lion in the room who will literally scratch you. Yeah. Like, don't poke it. Well, like, just stay on your side of the room and just be like, dude, that's a crazy line over there. I'm just going to like hang over here. But like, these guys are always kind of poking him. They're always like, let me make fun of him in the skit. Let me talk about him to Jojo. Let me do all these things. It's like, just leave the crazy person alone. Yeah. Well, a few things, a few things. Um, first of all, Wells brought up how there were like two camps of men. Wells was in one of them where he just like left Chad alone. And then Evan was in one of the other camps that like instigated shit with Chad. But the thing is, it's like, there's a few parts that if you've seen, like, if you know the guy, like he said, the, he Wells said he snapped when they moved his protein powder. But again, but I don't think just they were doing leave the protein no, powder. I don't Be think like, that they were they weren't messing with him. But I don't if you think. know he's crazy, you know that's the threat of him going off. So yeah, but you, you want him out of the house? Are you joking? So so you oh so you're saying get that him like out of the house? This, oh, it was a technique. Like let's let's poke this guy so he loses it so he gets kicked out. Yeah, are you okay, kidding me? I get that. Me? That makes sense. Get him out. Like like JoJo <laughs> but needs I'm thinking to if, see. If someone's threatening to cut up my torso. I'm not thinking get well, out. I'm thinking of survival. I mean, here's the thing. I would have stayed away from him because I don't want to risk my life around him. But like, Lord knows, like, thank goodness some of those guys like were poking the bear or else Jojo wouldn't have found that out until like potentially way later on in the season. Yeah. Also, the type of guy who freaks out when you move their protein powder unintentionally. Oh, crazy. I mean, there's no I question mean, you have like, like, you're going to poke the bear accidentally constantly. True. Like you say something casually and are like, Hey Chad, do you mind moving that? And he's just like, what the fuck did you say to me? That's my and you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like anything you do, anything you do is going to get this, like set this guy off. I yeah. mean, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And w- there were so many just like, crazy scenes with him um they they did have the scene with him though where he was laying there and the guys were singing doing a like a a sing-along about jojo without her there and he was just like i'm gonna lose my mind and i was like in that way i got your back (laughs) because if i was in a a house full of people doing a sing-along about jojo and jojo wasn't there I'd be losing my mind too. Yeah, I got real frat house real quick. And I think, <laughs> and I think like, he's just like, this isn't my vibe. You don't think frat house is Chad's vibe? I think well, frat I don't know. house. It is, was frat house in there, and then he was like not into it. Well, they were doing like a cute sing along. It was it definitely was a cute more. Frat house. It was more of like a musical theater moment. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was like a cute frat house. It was like a yeah, it was like a like a musical theater. It was a frat super house. cute. It was a super cute frat house. Um, but uh. Yeah. Oh, and then there's like that scene where all the guys are trying to, you know, uh, impress her by winning this game where they're like expressing themselves to Jojo. And he was just like, she's asking him to say more. And he tells her that she's coming off a little bit naggy. Oof. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It's like all the guys are losers trying to impress her. But like, 
then he pulls her aside and has this like one-on-one moment with her. And that was when, when he pulled her aside, I think after that, if I remember correctly, that was when a lot of the shit started to stir. And I think that was, I think that's when everything shit started to hit the fan is when the guys started to think that like Jojo and Chad were connecting because beforehand it's just like this psychotic loose cannon. Like, I mean, whatever. But then all of a sudden when the girl that you're like wanting to get with in the show is seeming to not be aware that he's a psychotic loose cannon. It's just like, okay, we have to take care of this. Um, But I mean, he was, he was lurking around the corners and then that was so his then Alex, the Marine, yeah, starts to call Chad out. And he specifically Alex, obviously Evan was saying stuff about um Chad too, but specifically Alex went for Chad. And here's the thing. God bless him. But he there's that hard rule in The Bachelor, like if you're gonna be the sacrificial lamb. And you're going to out the villain and make it your like job during the season to make sure the villain gets out. You're not going to stay on the show. Like you're gone the week after the villain's gone. It's just how it is. Because you spend all your time talking to the lead about the villain. I I think there's always like a villain and the and the and the contestant that gets upset with the villain and obsessed with the villain yes and they can't focus yes. they're talking shit about the villain the whole time to the whole crew to the cast to chris to whoever the bachelor bachelorette is <laughs> Alex is just like and showing ev- up at chris's door and is just like listen we gotta discuss yeah, every <laughs> interview is about how much they hate the villain yeah and then i feel like the bachelor or bachelorette starts to f- notice it yeah and then they start to be like it's a quick way for the person for the for the for the bachelor bachelorette to be like Oh, thanks for bringing it to my attention. And also, oh, I don't really like you anymore. Well, it's also too, you're missing your, like every time you have these brief moments to get to know the bachelor or bachelorette, you're using your time talking about somebody else. And And, so then like you maybe become the lead's ear to the ground. Like, hey, like tell me the shit about this person, that person. But then you're more like a best buddy versus like a romantic interest. And I feel like what pisses off the sacrificial lamb <laughs> to, about the villain is that the lamb is usually very obsessed with being friends with the whole crew. Yeah, yeah. So they're usually like, oh, we're all communing and we're all homies and we and we all drink together and talk together and whatever. And then the villain's always kind of off doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that bugs them. Yeah. And then they're kind of like, why aren't you with us? What's your problem? Let me to fuck you, whatever, whatever. And then next thing you know, and the villain's like not yeah. even concerned. They're like, if you know, like, the, I feel like the villain's always like just kind of busy talking to the person. They're always busy like trying to win over their person. Yeah. No, it's true. But the, 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 then that one, you know, person's always just like, hey, wh- you're, what's wrong with you? And the guy, well, the villain's yeah. like, I don't, know, I don't care about you. I'm doing my own thing. And to your point, I mean, to your point, in this specific scenario, obviously, Chad is a, the most obvious of villains, but there have been definitely seasons where I feel like villains are crafted because of that, because the, that person who wants the community doesn't understand the person who's off to themselves and then paints the, and then if that person who's off to themselves is vibing with the lead, they then get painted as like a, 
they don't like they're 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 causing problems or like they don't want to they don't want to hang and I don't know and there's something about them and they just can't figure out what it is but they'll just start calling out and going after that person so mm-hmm. I think you're right but I mean Chad was like the is the most obvious villain that you can think of in that moment when him and Alex first start confronting and he's lurking around that's when we have the first very blatant he tells Alex like keep that up and you're going to lose your damn teeth. And it's just like, whoa, that was, was a quick reaction. Very quick to being confronted a little bit. Um, and then, oh my God. And then that one scene where Daniel's trying to talk to Chad because Daniel's been his friend in the house and is just like, okay, like maybe it's time to like chill out because like, let's pretend you're Hitler. And he's like, Chad's like, can we not pretend I'm Hitler? And he's like, okay, like, well, what about like Donald Trump or Mussolini or George Bush? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. he was saying, let's come down to those guys. <laughs> yeah, he's like, how about you come down to Mussolini, come down to Trump. Or no, sorry, come down to Bush. Like, he was like, that's so insane. Dude, and then this whole time Chad's sitting there eating just a raw sweet potato. You said it was lettuce. Chris Harrison said it was a sweet potato. I could have sworn it was a raw romaine lettuce, but like, like a grazing animal like he literally just was like like no dressing no fork nothing like eating it like chips it was bizarre listen you know what i'm gonna get i'm gonna get shit for this i don't care if i'm on a date and i start dating a guy the type of guy who's obsessed and he can only eat raw like not raw or like raw veggies um and chicken breast and it's not a the way that he eats isn't because of a specific set of beliefs like if you're raw vegan for your beliefs or like health issues or whatever bless amazing but if you're like this is for my body and you can only do that i'm out i'm nervous i'm out if you're that obsessed with like the way you look yeah and i'm just like i can't i can't do it i can't do it and just so then chad sitting there narfing on just raw lettuce after seeing him doing those crazy pull-ups. I'm just like, yeah, if that wasn't a clear enough sign, then let's add all, you know, yeah. him threatening people. If it wasn't for life. the decapitation threats, the murder threats, the actual physical abuse, and, the, and just the psychotic nature of himself, his diet would drive me crazy. <laughs> his diet would make me just absolutely, it would just boil my blood. <laughs> the, the lettuce alone, let alone the psychotic death threats. Oh my God! Well, yeah. So then they had we talked about him and, and Evan and um, how Evan was doing that stand up, but uh, yeah, I mean it was just wild. Oh yeah, and then they have and then Evan tells Chris Harrison and then they send that security guard. Which, by the way, the security guard walks by Chad in a scene and is fully scared of Chad. Like Chad's sitting there and he's like, they've hired this fucking security guard, like keep an eyeball on me. And he's just sitting there eating probably more raw lettuce. And the security guy just like walks by and is just like top of the morning. Sir. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I get you something? Can I get you a drink? Mr. Chad, um, <laughs> anything, anything like, me. would you like a, like a, like a towel after <laughs> it's just like, it's like a towel after your, uh, your 500 pull-ups. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. Okay. Like yeah, right. the security guard like ducked by. It's yeah, like, was like, oh, so everyone's aware of how unstable <laughs> this guy is. No one wants to be around. You have to think the camera crew is freaked out. I would have been freaked out. Yeah. 
I think they were scared when when uh, at the the river. Oh yeah, okay. The river. Let's talk about the river. Oh yeah, sorry, John. So no, no, no. It was a perfect segue, babe, Mm. sweetie. (laughs) So Alex and Chad then um, have, of course, they put them in perfect bachelor style. They put the two enemies on a two-on-one where one must go. Amazing. My most favorite part about this show are the two-on-ones when they they have the uh, the mortal enemies on. Um, and, of course, they put them on a date where it's just like, who can chop more wood? Who's <laughs> so basic, too. It's like, it's like Chad's <laughs> like, gah, gah, gah. And then, like, Alex is like, no, stereotypical nonsense behavior just like literally chopping schoolyard wood. like oh just, my god it was just like yeah whose dick's bigger just bullshit oh my god uh, i was just like can we at least make this naked and afraid style if we're gonna do this type of date like yeah. everyone needs to drop trow we need to like be in a hot place see who gets the most bug bites who yeah. survives I want like pain I want pain. I want Jojo. Set her up in a gorgeous hotel. Let her watch Alex and Chad go on naked. And actually, you know what? Speaking of this, then Chad's been doing this thing lately where he's basically challenging other people to like fights. Mm. Okay. Um, I say he does a naked and afraid situation. We get Chad with other people that he has a problem with go on naked and afraid who survives Mm. the longest. Because I'm going to be real with you. I watch two people and like two dudes are just like, let's get in the fucking ring and we'll see who wins. And I'm just like, I'm snoring. I watch you and naked and afraid. All right. Let's see who's going to win. Who survived. Let's going to take or go on alone. That mm-hmm. 100 day yeah. long version of naked and afraid, except they're in clothes. I want naked and afraid. Let's see who survives this 30 days out in treacherous heat with crazy bugs and wildlife and you have to like get your all right let's do that that's much more entertaining to me than all these these celebrities challenging each other to boxing matches like come on i think you try to fight a jaguar or something like that yeah he'd be like come on he probably look at me for <laughs> jaguar he starts threatening no, the wildlife no, you start, let's box <laughs> like no like we, we left the boxing to do the shot when he's like, no, I want to box these jaguars. Chad, the jaguar is an endangered species. You need to leave it alone. The jaguar wants nothing to do with you. Murray, come over here, fool. <laughs> what are you doing? You think you can take me? The guy's like, we need to gather wood. Sorry. No, I. but don't you think that'd be more interesting? I think it'd be more interesting. I completely agree. It's just too many boxing matches with celebrities. I just want to see. Basic. I want to see people doing naked and afraid of challenges. Yes. Um, alone, not together. I want them both in separate areas by themselves. Yes. Um, well, I mean, on the two-on-one, Ch- Chad's commentary is just like so violent. It's crazy. It's just insane. Um, but Alex goes and he he pulls a great move because Alex, Alex is a smart guy. He knows that JoJo's favorite is Jordan. So Alex tells JoJo that Chad was threatening Jordan. Yeah. So then immediately she's engaged. Before she's hearing shit about Chad, people are like, oh, Chad, he sucks. He's doing this. He did this to Evan. And she's kind of like, oh, it's too bad. I'm going to get rid of Evan probably soon. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Now Chad's threatening to come after her main squeeze. Now she's got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Smart move. Right. 
smart move. Um, but then he comes back and sits. Uh, oh, no. And then she talks to Chad. And then she tells Chad that Alex told her these things. And Chad literally tells Jojo that he's not an aggressive guy. Those were the words out of his mouth. He said, I'm not an aggressive guy. No. And I was like, cut to the clip of you talking about throwing people's torsos into the pool. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was panic mode, probably. He saw the end in sight. I mean, whatever it was. Saying you're not an aggressive guy. Like, I'm always that's blown away by people that lie on the te- television shows. Because I'm like, you know, know. Just, the show's going to come out. Like, So how could you? You just got to tell the truth, always. You just have to always tell the truth. In fact, preemptively tell the truth. Be someone who's giving too much info where you're like, all right, it's fine. Like, you yeah, don't need to know like, all that. Tell her before you threaten everyone. Like, hey, just, you know, I kind of struggle with like threatening people and, like, <laughs> just, you yeah. know, being like really terrifying. So at least like she knows when, when someone comes and goes like, dude, he threatened someone. She's like, yeah, I know. We're working on it. <laughs> but if you're like being really terrifying, I struggle with like restraining orders and stuff. And it's like, yeah, but. But at least she knew what she'd be getting into versus like, I'm not an aggressive guy. Like, are you fucking kidding me well um yeah i mean then they have their moment where chad comes back and is just like i'm not very happy with you i'm not mad i'm just disappointed and he's just treating him like a child and it's just that it's scarier it's way scarier it's way scarier because if he would have come out and just been like oh it would have been way better yeah no he just laid down next to him was just like getting comfy and was just like I'm just disappointed and it was just like too. oh he's definitely going to kill you in your sleep yeah like definitely someone check on alex I, they did not do a recap with alex someone needs to check on What's alex that movie with christian bale what is killer oh psycho American yeah. psycho he's got that vibe yeah he definitely does. laughing yeah yeah and like trying to maybe fake human emotion a little bit yeah pure horror pure rage pure rage blind rage blind blind rage i mean just completely furious well, he said to him, it's unfortunate that I can't hurt you right now. And he comes out of the gate and says to Alex, it's unfortunate because I cannot hurt you right now. Jojo comes back, confronts Chad in front of Alex, and Alex does not tell her. Just so you know, Chad just told me that he wanted to hurt me right now, but won't because there are other people here. He's just like, hey, remember how he was gonna, how he was threatening Jordan? I was like, guy, tell her about the fact that he literally just th- physically threatened you in moments of telling her that he's not aggressive. Couldn't believe he didn't bring that up. I couldn't believe it either. It just felt like such a waste of such like such a good moment where it's like, hey, he just did this. And by the way, he just threatened me. Like two minutes after he said he wasn't. One second oh, before you came here, it's he just li- said, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm disappointed that I can't hurt you right now. It's like, literally like on the schoolyard where there's, where there's two kids and the teacher comes up and one of the kids like tattles on the other and was like, he's being mean. And the teacher's like confronts the kid and the kid's like, I didn't do anything. Teacher turns it back to the other kid and the kid goes like this, sticks right, his tongue right, out right. while the teacher's talking to the original child. That's a hundred percent what Chad did, except in a horrifying way. I mean, I couldn't believe it. How do you it. get to that age with that mindset and not uh, be like in prison or dead or something. I mean, I don't know. Like, I trually don't know. It's just modern society. You can't threaten people. You can't physically hurt people. You can't I mean, act like he clearly, acts. Clearly he, he can cause here he is and he's and, and not only 
is he is he continuing to do this? He is now in a in a position where there have been uh uh I don't know if it was domestic abuse. I don't want to say that. I think it was um uh there was like some sort of like domestic dispute. That's it. Domestic dispute claims from his girlfriend that were thrown at him, and he because he couldn't find the protein powder. I mean, straight up, probably like he got those dispute, like those domestic disputes thrown at him. He then somehow goes online and is blaming his ex and just fully just be. I mean, I, and somehow, somehow. He moves past them. The guy has said the wildest shit on the internet about everyone. Okay. And then while he's in the middle of this situation with his um, ex, uh, Tyler Cameron, our Lord and Savior, slides into <laughs> slides into the ex's DMs and like is just like, hey, are you good? Like whatever, because he's just like, he's just an angel. Hey, are you good? No, he's not like that. I mean, maybe, but like he's <laughs> he's just a good guy. Yeah, and uh, and Chad finds out and immediately challenges. He's like telling him he's gonna beat his fucking ass. Challenges him to like a boxing match. He loves that. It's his go to move. It's his go to move. He's just like, are we gonna get in the ring or not? And he's in the middle of dealing with like, or in the middle of all this shit, and somehow it just goes away. Like I don't know how he said the things he said online. Done the horrific things he's done and now his only fans i read he's making like 40,000 plus a month off of his only fans so hey everyone please unsubscribe stop rewarding this please guy. stop rewarding chad johnson like 40,000 a month from his only fans that's amazing i, I mean, mean that's a lot of money I mean, it's amazing if he was... No, I mean, like, not a, amazing because he's a good guy. I'm saying, like, that's amazing that he's able to be, do it's, that. It's insane. Despite, it, despite all of this shit. I think people are looking... It's, just like a, it's like a shock jock. People are just like, can't... They want to know. And I said on a previous episode, I was like, I will not subscribe because I would not would never support. But, like, I, like I'm curious what, what this OnlyFans shit is because he's so horrifying. I mean, I'm sure it's him... From the Instagram stuff we've seen, I'm sure it's him having sex with his girlfriends or his. Oh, so and, so know. okay. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. So after this episode with JoJo uh, aired, he went on his Instagram and he posted. I I can't believe this. I mean, it's 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 stuff that like is a movie stuff. It's movie shit, and he's oh gosh, he's since posted other things. Oh, Lord, what is this even? Oh, he's... Oh, there's one of these and he's he's dancing. Oh, my God, he's dancing. Dance. What is going on? Oh, my God. Okay, there's a... Evan, there's a brand new one four hours ago. Okay, let's see. It's Chad, it's Chad Johnson and the caption says, Hi, Chris Harrison. We're gonna fuck under your bed. Oh. Say things with the people's. I don't even. I don't even want to. Okay, I don't even know. I I I I feel like it's really long. Okay, it's like thirteen. It's like almost fourteen minutes long. I'm not gonna watch this right now. What are now. they doing? They're just talking. I mean, I don't know, but I'm sure they're saying. Wild oh, they're going live. Shit. They went live. 
Oh, they went live. Yeah, okay. so they're like probably looking at comments and responding. Oh my god. This is bizarre. And then there's one of him dancing to Taylor Swift. But what we were talking about initially is uh, with, with by the way with like a robber's mask on and a spray bottle. Uh, That's what it is. It's him with a robber's mask on, cargo pants, no shirt and a spray bottle just being real wild. I mean, okay, here's the here's what he posted the day of the ep- that the episode aired. There's a photo of him with his girl with this crazy huge Hummer looking car that says mm-hmm. realchadjohnson.com on the side. And they're in front of a home. And it says, I always told Jordan I'd find him. I never said what I'd do when I found him. But my team found him. Oh God, who the fuck is his team? Um, so I went to his house and I fucked right in front of it for OnlyFans. Now, every time Jordan and JoJo step foot inside their house, they'll think of me. Every time you check the mail, you'll think of me. Every time you walk the dog, you'll think of me. My dick has tainted your domicile. Revenge is a dish best served with my dick. I can't, I literally can't even read this. I mean, it's so like... And then he says, check out my OnlyFans. And then he says, you're up next, Chris Harrison. I can't believe this. I can't, like, I can't believe... I can't believe that The Bachelor... I will never, I will never get over the fact that they had him back on the show after he was as scary as he was. I mean, let's not forget after JoJo sent him home and he like wandered around in the woods and probably like ate like the heart of an animal. Yeah, I think, I think this is super weird because if this was like a crazy, just random internet personality, it'd be crazy. But at the same time, it'd be a little bit more like, wow, this guy's crazy, right? Yeah. But to think this guy was on the show amongst like, very normal men abc very normal men just like a part of the show like a very and then a, uh, you know they uh, were a couple beautiful couple came out of the show like everyone's very like just respectable and normal and they're amongst just this normal respectable group of people is this literal psycho Can't that believe it. is like having sex in front of people's homes filming it and then like putting it online and threatening people like this is more than like personality crazy. This is like legit crazy. Oh no, it's scary. Anywho, wow. I mean, we gave Chad Johnson too much time. But hey, man, we, we love you. Don't long, hurt us. <laughs> please, please. We won't box you. Please don't don't find my home. But I, yeah, I mean, we had to talk. We had to discuss him. But I just can't. I I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Wild. Um. Well. Chad and uh, or sorry Wells and Evan and there's a moment where they talk about um talk about Chad and uh Wells was talking about how Chad ate the bone when they made when they oh, ate ribs and he actually ate the bone and Evan looked confused for a second and I was like I think he's joking Wells like it's not a real not the real deal oh I kind of thought it was real are you just I, kinda, ate I, the I, bone? I don't know I was thinking I mean I guess convincing I mean I guess Chad yeah if anyone's going to eat the if bone. anyone's going to literally crunch the bone. And then we saw, we did see Carly for a moment um, when Evan was on screen. Carly popped in with the two kids. Chris is like, how are you doing during this quarantine situation? And she's just like, I'm exhausted. Long pause. But I'm so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and Evan and I were laughing so hard because we're like... Listen, I know on this podcast, we've talked, Becca's talked about how, you know, she's been having good family time and all that and like blessings. Evan and I have felt different 
Mm. we felt like Carly where you're just like, you're looking in the camera and there's just rings around your eyes and you're just like, I'm exhausted. And then the back of your brain, you're like, I don't want to come off as a bad parent though, but I am. I love my child so much. Yeah. Everyone you talk to like immediately just says like, this is a nightmare. And they're like, you know, it's about the best nightmare. But we love like, our oh. children and they're just so wonderful. I'm yeah. so grateful. <laughs> I just, I want my life to be over. I want a new life. I want to leave everyone. But you know, in the best way. Let's and make like, something Wait, very, let's make something very clear. Do we love our daughter? Yes. She is a treasure. Ember is a national treasure. I believe it in the deepest. <laughs> she is a national she, treasure. She's a national treasure. I believe it in the deepest part of my heart. But do you do you think that when I was watching the interaction between Carly and Evan and their kids and then Wells, who I know Wells is about to hop offline, go back to his very rich and famous girlfriend with their bloodhound dogs, and he's going to make them some delicious margaritas. They're going to watch whatever Netflix shit they want to watch. They're going to have by sex the cool, by the rad pool. They're, they're going to go to bed. They're going to wake up when they need need and want to wake up. You don't think that was a little like, oh, that doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. Then you have another thing coming. <laughs> yeah. It, this does not sound horrible. Hey, mom, you want to come? You want to babysit Ember? We need anyone? a live in. Anyone from our family want to want to come help with Ember? <laughs> Please. Please. Um. Well, okay. So then we have JoJo with her top guys. Um. We have this moment where we have okay. We have Derek and Jojo, which I absolutely love Derek. Derek is my most favorite. One of my most favorite yeah. contestants that has come out of the series. Loved him on the recent Bachelor in Paradise. Um, they obviously had a lot of chemistry, but Jojo ends up giving Chase the rose over Derek. And then we have a scene. And this is, I think this is where the, the recap took quite a turn. We have a scene where there's a singer, and I'm sure she's super famous, and I just don't know who she is. Um, so that's my bad. Uh, but she, it is my wildest Bachelor fantasy come true. Listen, Evan, the listeners of this show know that my thing is always like, there's these balconies, and I just like imagine like some Phantom of the Opera hanging over the edge, just like singing to them. It's always very dramatic. Well, we had this, and she was singing from Evita, one of my favorite musicals. Mm. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Are you joking? Mm -hmm. Obviously, Evan's heard me sing this a million times. Do I sing this to Evan when I'm feeling sad about something? Do I pop, when Evan's taking a shower, do I pop in and start singing, Don't cry for me, Argentina? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's It's not a song you sing you know what i mean like it's just not one of those songs you bust into just bust into it it's, it's one of the it's one of my bus my my go-to songs you have a couple like very random songs that would be the strangest thing to bust into yeah there's a couple there's an old christian band that i bust into a song that sings let the lion run free and i, I hate that my <laughs> that i always start singing that but i do um <laughs> And don't cry for me, Argentina is one of my main ones. And oh man, when she started off and she was just like Amazing. It won't be easy. You'll think it's strange. Just do the whole song right now, top to bottom, four minutes. Don't challenge me. <laughs> um but that's what they did. 
Yeah. They showed this woman singing the whole song and they made us watch poor Derek crying for 25 minutes. Oh, uh, once he was in the car. Yes. It was like a loop. It, no, she was. We just so we saw her singing the entire song. It's a long song. It's not a short song. She's singing the whole song, and we're just and it's just a close up on Derek. Yeah, it was longer than if we were just watching the entire episode. Yes. Let alone a super cut recap of the yes. whole season. So it's like you're going to give us, you know, there like how many men did we not discuss? Like, also, we barely got to know JoJo in this recap. We knew nothing of JoJo. Maybe give Zero us, coverage. Maybe give us a few minutes about JoJo. Maybe give us, you know, uh, uh, I don't, yeah, that's it. Nothing but. Give us more about the lead. And like, you give us five and a half minutes of zoomed in on poor Derek having to relive this moment where he, you know, is feeling very vulnerable on national television. He's just saying, don't cry. I know. Don't. And it's already like, listen, if you've watched Bachelor in Paradise and all this shit, Bachelor in Paradise last season, Derek just got heartbroken. He just got just decimated. And it's like, you're going to make him do this again. Like every you make you you break his heart during Jojo season. You break his heart during Bachelor in Paradise. He's remained a lovely guy throughout all this business. And then once again, you make him watch or be be shown five minutes, five minutes worth of him just zoomed in sobbing on national television. So long. So long. So long. So long. And then he start, and then he starts talking. At least they had let him talk to Chris for a minute, but it's just, you know, it's like a two minute long snippet where he's just like, Yeah, I was uncomfortable showing my emotions, but like, you know, it helped me open up, I guess. And I was just like, come on, you guys gotta Jeez. do him dirty like that. Ew, yeah, it was kind of a beating. It was a beating. Like, here's five minutes of you sobbing and then be like you still sobbing guy and he's like yeah a little bit and like cool all right have a good, good one good it was just like up. it was like good catching yeah, up and it was, it was just, just like, like uh, okay um and then we saw luke and jojo um which i mean they showed a lot that was another thing every single guy from Derek on they showed this like long chunk of their relationship, which yeah. they haven't done, by the way, in the previous episodes. They just showed certain people mm-hmm. like focused in on more. Um, they show a lot of Luke and Jojo. I won't say much. Uh, Luke is a very loved. Um, Luke Pell is a very loved character yeah. in the scene in Bachelor uh, Nation. I am not a personal fan. Mm. Um, he was on a version of Bachelor uh, called Winter Games, and mm. he, I thought he did a, did one of the girls dirty. I wasn't a fan, and I and they they showed in all the like after the final rose for Winter Games that that had happened, and he was kind of painted in a villainous light, and then all of a sudden in this episode they're like painting him like really beautifully and talking about his nonprofit work. And then Chris Harrison offers him basically a spot on bachelor in paradise. Yeah. 
I was really confused because if you would have seen him, I know you didn't you didn't watch no, Winter no, Games, no. but he like he had this great reputation on JoJo's and then had this reputation on Winter Games, and now all of a sudden it's like it, it all went away. I w- I just didn't mm. understand. It was like I don't know. They're creating like a new narrative, and I they're tr- they're trying to. I don't like it. You don't like it one bit. I don't like it one bit. Well, she was sad when she said bye to him. Oh my lord! I mean, she was choking, like sobbing. And he was he was in shock. Pure shock. I I've never seen someone look so in okay, shock. Okay, I have a question. Yeah, please. Because I'm very confused by this. Okay, go ahead. It's like the top eight guys are all blown out of the water when she breaks up with them, mm-hmm. and I'm just like. Have you not seen the show? Like, your chances aren't good. <laughs> There's like 30 guys here. There's, she's going to pick one of them. And you think, like, you're that convinced? Like, have you not seen the show? That, like, everyone thinks they're the one and then they get cut and they're blown away? Like, can't you prep your mind for this? Being like, I really like this girl a lot. Oh, my gosh, I'm telling her I love her. All these things. But you still have seen the show and seen that these people break up with Every, like there's everyone says they love her and then she's gonna break up with seven of the guys and one guy's left is there not the sense of like protect your mind and knowing that like it you might be on the chopping block i'm okay so this is my thought is they're all like how could you break up with me i told you i loved you it's like <laughs> so what did the other 20 guys like what i just don't get why like that is such a mind blower for these guys you're right you're right but i've heard contestants talk about how you don't know about really anyone else's relationship except your relationship and the leads so if it's going if it seems to be going well if when you both are together and there's chemistry and you're making out and you feel like it's going well then you don't know how it's going with everyone else But you've seen the show before i know but when you're in the moment like imagine this i'm the bachelorette right now right let me take my glasses off (laughs) oh there oh there you are so stupid you're hiding under there i take my glasses off yeah and i'm just like we're you know there's there's 15 other guys let's say right now but you and i are sitting on the couch and we're having our moment and i have full logged in eye contact with you and i'm laughing at everything you're saying and i'm just like oh my god tell me like i want to know more about you like tell me about your family yeah and you're telling me about your family and i'm just like oh my god I, they sound amazing. Like yeah. I would love to meet them someday. Yeah. And then we make out and then we have like a little, like little hand squeeze sure. before we leave. Sure. And you're kind of like, all right. And you don't know anything else. With the other contestants, yeah, but you already do. You do know a little bit because then you make out, but look at we how intently this, my eye contact. I mean, is. I'm completely smitten, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, so I make out with you. I'm like, wow, that was incredible. Right. Of course. I go back to like, of course. I go back to the bungalow or whatever. And then I'm waiting. And then, you know, Johnny goes after me. Yeah. And comes back and goes, yeah, it was amazing. We made out. I'm going, oh, okay. So like my brain immediately goes, oh, okay. I'm, you know, she's kind yeah, of, I mean, I guess locking and I, this with everyone. And I gotta, I gotta, well, know and you see is- some people on the show battling with like, am I like, where do I stand? And they'll come then to the lead and be like, I need more from you to know if this is good. Right. So that does happen sometimes. Yeah, those guys seem to kind of have a better understanding. But think about this. Think about this. You start off 30 people, 25 to 30 people. 
and you get through like a month of being on the show and from 30 you're down to eight you're starting to feel pretty solid you're like i'm in the top eight and this was whittled down from 30 Mm, i think you're feeling you're starting to feel like sure your confidence is growing like i could have a chance with her like this is actually maybe gonna work I just feel like you got to keep your head on, like to, you got to keep your head on right the whole time until she literally, like but Evan, you're on you keep, one knee. But if you keep your head on too tight, like if you, if you're screwed in too tight, yeah, you're not going to be willing to be vulnerable and show me your heart, and then I'm not going to think that you're really ready or here for me, and I'm going to let you go. Yeah, but think about this. So you have to think be about this, um, uh, Rogers, uh, Jordan. Jordan, he was the most kind of like playing no, it cool like no. everyone else was like i love you you're the love of my life and he said like remember she was kind of like wanting him to give her more so he kind of played it right he kind of like kept her on a good. string I think a little it's bit good to play it cool he didn't just be like here's everything he was kind of like i think like, it's well. good to play it cool i would hope that in the scenario that i would play it cool and that i would like kind of be like okay I'm, I'm not gonna like jump but then you see it it's just again it's lead to lead because some of these leads You'll have them being like, she just like, she hasn't expressed to me like all these other, all the other people have expressed that they love me and like she hasn't yet. So I don't know if it's going to work. Got it. Okay. So yeah, it's well, a, there's like that, that fine line, fine line. Yeah. It's about, it's like being that third place. A lot of situation. luck too. Like if those guys have said too much and you haven't said it, it's like a lot of, you have mm-hmm. to guess what they are doing. It's a dance, really. It's, it's really a dance. It's a complex dance. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, speaking of then, you know, a dance um chase and jojo uh another crazy hard breakup for jojo um chase has you know we we just we see another again it's just it was just very long like the Mm. luke thing was long Derek thing was long the chasing was long it was just like them him you know opening up and and finally telling her in the fantasy suite that he's 100 percent in love with her and she doesn't look thrilled, but they start making out. And then she's kind of like, well, I don't know if I feel the same. Like, it was very clear as soon as he said, I love you, she got the ick. Yeah. She got the ick big time. Big and it was time. like they were good. And then when she heard what she'd want, like, but you have to hear it, right? I get needing to like, I, I want you to say it. And then you, he says it and you're like, I got the ick. <laughs> you saw it too. She's like... Yes. And then he's like, I love it. She's like, oh. Yeah. You're like, that didn't feel the way that I thought it was going to feel. And I told, I resonated with that yeah, shit. I didn't. You didn't? No, because I feel like I would know before I actually need it to be said. Like, I don't, like, if, I, if I'm if i in love with someone yeah. and they say it, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. I feel like confirmed. But I'm not like, I'm in love with this guy or this girl. And then she goes, I love you. And I'm like, ooh. I've had that. It's like, that exact, like it's the words. Like, what, I've, there, there's, there, there, it's, it's, it's an unexplainable phenomenon. And I've had it happen to me. I've had someone tell me that they love me. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you were like, you no, were kind of on board for no, it. No, it was literally like, I'm vibing with this person. I, I like, I think they're fun and interesting and we're having a great time together. And I kind of want to know like how they feel about me. And I'm interested, so I'm not like shutting it down. 
and I'm letting it happen organically. And then this person came out and was just like, I just want you to know. And it happened fast, like it wouldn't a bachelor situation, right? I think, again, you have to think about this situation. This is all happening really fast. So fast, yeah. So you don't quite know. You're trying to figure out, like, do I like him as much as I think? Or am I just like, do I just connect with him? And he's you don't like a really good friend. know the person. You either. don't really know. And I, th- it happened quickly in my situation, too. And the person just, like, came out and was just like, I am in love with you. And the second that those words came out, and it was, I felt, I mean, I felt horrible. So I got her just sobbing. Felt horrible. The second that the words came out, I love you, my ick went through the roof. And I was just like, I can't do this. That is terrifying i know i know it's terrifying for anybody i yeah i mean i guess uh when i'm thinking in terms of just the show when they're talking to her yeah and to think that like everything can be going swimmingly Mm -hmm. and all it takes is one tiny thing and get the (laughs) it's just like what what like a if that if you were to think about that too hard, that could really get in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're thinking like, uh, all I gotta do is one little slight twing, and then like she gets the ick. Yeah. I mean, that is a tightrope. But it is a tightrope. But that's just the game of love. You know what it's I'm saying? Like the game of love is not clear. Like if you and I, and I maybe I might be wrong with this, but I think if you and I would have had a kind of a whirlwind romance, like I had with this other person, I wouldn't have known you as long as I did, and you would have right out the gate told me that you were in love with me. I would have been, well, I mean, what am I saying? You told me that you were in love with me really fast. Wait, real quick. Real quick. Okay. I want to go back. Because you were just about to say, if it would have been a whirlwind romance and you would have said, I loved you, I would have gotten the ick too. That's what no, you were about to say. No, I was about to say that it would be completely different. I'm oh. so, I swear to God, I would have said like with you, it like, it would have been a clear, like I wouldn't, I, I'm yeah, I do feel like the convinced ick, I, I wouldn't have felt the ick. So hear me out on this. I feel like the ick is actually just, I don't like this person trying to get out. So it's like waiting for the slip up. Because think about the other way. How many times do you know someone that sticks with someone like through everything? And you're like, how could you? Be, like you know like a friend yeah. who's dating someone you're like oh that person's horrific why would you be with a person yeah. and they're like oh, yeah and they just stick with that person yeah. forever and you're like the, that's they're drenched in ick but they don't feel but they it. don't feel the ick yeah. so i think the ick is like i don't really like this person and i'm just waiting for them to do something to, to, to send me off their trail I don't know, because though, because you i like, really like someone and no, you stick I, with someone you i mean you, know, you end up you end up sticking with people way but past I li- but i liked the person that was that I was talking about. I liked but this was person. It like I was. You I liked was, a part of them, but know, maybe was, it wasn't I a full was, package. I know. I mean, okay. I, no, I I'm think, being serious. I'm being serious. <laughs> no, I, I think that it was. I think that it was. Uh, like I felt like a little smitten kitten. Like I was like, okay. okay, like I liked the person. I was having a great time. And then as soon as like the declaration of love came out, I got the ick. I don't know what to tell you. I just did. Mm. But we also had, you know, we. Yes. I don't know if you recall, Evan, but the day that you asked me to be your girlfriend, you told me that you were in love with me. And that was very fast. And I definitely didn't feel the ick. I felt the opposite of the ick. I was like, I like my knees were shaking. Yeah, I but was I had so known excited. you for a very long time. That's true. So but like, like we weren't romantic you. for a long time. We had just been very recently romantic. But I knew it. I mean, I knew it too. That's something that she brought up with uh with 
Jordan later. She asked, JoJo asked Jordan, she was like, uh, how do you know that you love me? Mm. Yeah, I thought that was like saying, how do you know that I'll live to be 86? I think I thought it was a legitimate question. Like, how do you know? Like, prove it to me. Yeah, okay. We're on a TV show for like a month. How could you possibly, how could I prove to you anything? Like, we haven't gone through anything. We haven't done anything. Yeah. I've just been like going on random one-on-ones that are like 10 on 10. Like, you know what I mean? Groups of people like with you. Like, there's no, there's no way to prove that. And also like, she was kind of like, I think. Well, she was saying like, how do I know for a fact that you're going to spend the rest of your life with me and be committed to me and love me forever? It's like, I mean, what? How do I know you're going to be like that? Like, just because you got broken but up she's so you, the bachelorette so, yeah, Evan. so because you got broken up with once it's on me to prove to you the unprovable like, that was a little bit like uh, uh what you can't I mean, know like you just have to accept yeah. the fact that like you can't know everything and you put your best foot forward and you go i love you and i'm gonna i'm gonna respect you and i'm gonna be there for you but i have to take your word just have to take my but word I, but out i want to hear it brush my hair and tell me all the reasons that you love me totally and brush my hair i know it's falling out like crazy <laughs> <laughs> but all the reasons that i love so you actually don't brush my hair because the more you brush it the more it falls out scratch my back <laughs> don't touch my don't touch my head don't touch okay. my head because that's gonna come out in a flurry <laughs> i'm gonna get the ick um but like you know what i mean it's like okay even telling you all the reasons that i love you is not telling is not guarantees of why we'll be together forever mm-hmm. be like i love your personality and i think you're cute and i love your your the way you are with this and i love the things you like and i that we have so much in common and i think you're beautiful that doesn't that just means why I love you. That doesn't mean yeah. why we'll stick together for the next 20 years. Like, yeah. So I just thought it was weird. I like, know weird, but I just think it's always an unreasonable question when someone says like, in know, the how situation, do I know? I'm like, I know? especially in like a pressure cooker, like the show. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you're asking for something that you can't, I guess you can't guarantee. Feeling, right. I mean, yeah, like, how do you, how did you know when you loved me? I feel like this episode is becoming me being like, you tell me that you love me. I'm insecure right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been in this house too long. I don't even know who you are anymore. But like, yeah, I mean, I guess like, how do you know? It's a hard feeling to explain, I guess. For me, it always comes down to like, whenever a friend of ours is dating someone and they're like, I don't know, I don't know. I feel like, and this is, I'm, this is very generalizing mm-hmm. and I'm probably wrong in this, but I always feel like when you know, you know. And if you know something's wrong, I think you know right. something's wrong. And any time you're having to ask all your friends what they think, why is it taking so long to commit? What's our problem? I just don't know. I just don't know. I just that's, I think flags? I think I don't know is another term for it's not right. Because every time that person breaks up with that person and then like finds the right person, it, there's no questions. It's just like right into it perfect slides in yeah. it's love it's cruises like it always seems like if it's right it just is like somewhat it's almost like relationships are hard but love knowing you're in love might be easy if, like it just is more like it feels just more organic like you just like you said when you know you know and then once you know it's tough and yeah i don't know these are obviously all very subjective you know ideas but it does seem just from the experience of personal as well as watching people that like, yeah, the relationship's different, right? Like going through things is different, but that initial like chunk of time where you're just like falling for each other, Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like it should be that. 
difficult. Yeah, it's always like if you're having a lot of problems during the honeymoon phase up front, it's that probably like not a, a great wild, sign. A yeah. wild start. Yeah, it's it's probably not a great sign. You should have like it should be pretty simple towards the, towards the get go. And I would say most scenarios. Obviously, there's always those random exceptions, but I would say in general, like you know, it should be free and fun and be able to flow into it. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, what a poem. That's and that's available on my Amazon. <laughs> Your, your audiobook that's coming it's my, out yeah haikus um uh so yeah she she ends it with chase he's n- n- displeased to say the least um and he's just like he's n- not reacting well to her shutting shutting it down and that was an example of when you were saying like you gotta know like it might happen he was pissed he was pissed that he shared his heart and that she was not and she was saying I don't think the fantasy suite is going to change anything. He was not happy. Um, and yeah, she then full breakdown again. She's trying to talk to him. He's running away. Um, oh, Tyler C comes on. Let's talk about that at the end though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's Robbie and Jojo. Um, Robbie again. It was another long uh, piece. I didn't realize how, much they were into each other again because i wasn't watching towards the end of the season when it was happening i was shocked at like how intimate they were and how into him she was i I don't remember seeing that and you know i have my personal feelings about robbie (laughs) again it's like the luke thing it's hard to watch now because it's like you know you've seen all these uh you've seen them on all these different like now bachelor in paradise part one and part two and know all the social media stuff. So what I know of Robbie is um, the guy that you were, that you used to go to school with or worked with or whatever who did or who was uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the father of, were they married on him and Amanda? I don't think so, no. The father of Amanda Stanton's two little girls who are so precious. Robbie started dating Amanda at one point point. Mm. And there was this whole social media scandal. I told you about this earlier. (laughs) And she mentioned something about him, you know, her card getting, like he messaged her about her card getting declined with passes that they have. But she didn't say his name. She went on social media. She was irritated at him, but didn't mention his name, mentioned just an ex. And then he goes on social media and fucking puts receipts out there, personal emails between him and Amanda. And they're going back and forth. And in the personal emails, he says, P.S., nice new tits. So all that I can think about when I look at Robbie is the P.S., nice new tits. And what I can't get over is the fact that he put those receipts on social media himself. I'm like, dude, and they're still, I I went to go check on them. They're still there. He still has it on Instagram. I'm like, oh my God. So... That I mean, imagine not having the awareness <laughs> to like, be like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blast this chick out of the water with the facts. Look at us talking about Disney passes, and to not think that saying nice new tits and having that is isn't like that that wouldn't become the problem. Like what? Also, putting your personal like she doesn't even say your name on social media, and you put personal messages between her and yourself on there 
wild. I know Amanda, I think she's gone on um, Nick's podcast. I know she had, had, I believe, a book that came out, and I'm sure she gets into it. I don't know a lot about it, so I don't want to speak into it. But whenever I see him, that's all I can think of. And so it's just, I can't even. It's like a t-shirt. When I was watching it, I was, yeah, it's like he's wearing a t-shirt that says, like, P.S. Nice New Tits. And all I can think about is that when I'm watching him and JoJo, and I'm just like, wow, JoJo, you really you picked the right guy. So good. I'm glad for you that you picked, you picked your sweet Jordan. Um, and she did, she picked Jordan and they, they showed their whole montage of their relationship together. And, uh, yeah, they seem great together. They're lovely. They seem like the same person. Yeah. They have a very similar energy. Well, when Chris Harrison, then obviously she says no to Robbie, her and her and Jordan get engaged and they've been together now. It's been like four years. Um, and they've been engaged and they had a wedding date set up, but because of COVID that they are pushing it to 2021. But I thought it was so, it was so cute because they went on, (laughs) they're doing their, uh, their interview with Chris Harrison and Jordan was just chatting away. Yeah, seriously. On the show, he was so chill. And he's just, and just like, yeah, you know, I, do, I love you. And then, and then on, on the Zoom, he's like, you know, everything is great <laughs> over here. And we're loving our house. Oh, my God. The dogs are cracking up over here. Oh, her parents. Hey, guys. Like It was like, what? He's like, the yeah, hell? We've all been in quarantine too long. He's like, oh, my God, a face. And he's, and he's like, like, Chris, hey, Chris it's did you get my invite? <laughs> Come over to the barbecue tomorrow. What you rare, medium God, rare? Please, I'm so lonely. <laughs> you like IPAs? I'll bring some IPAs over. <laughs> Chris was like, "No, I'm in this Airbnb. I can't leave." <laughs> he was just so stoked. Like he was so happy, and it was mm-hmm. sweet. They just seemed happy, and like they've had now. They have this this show together where she does the interior designs, and he does like the carpentry, I think, in it or something. And they're just sweet and. They seem like one of the lovely success stories of yeah. They seem really cool of the uh, of the franchise, and they seem lovely, and I'm happy for them. Definitely. And I hope that they have a beautiful wedding. They have a cool house too. Like you tell, looked like a balling house. Oh uh, yeah, that cool. house looked real fancy. Really cool. Real fancy. Uh, during this part, you Evan did fall asleep. I had to wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> the recap had gotten a little long, and I I'm like, oh my god, do you see their the, their house? And I, I was just like, feel huh? like, yeah, looks great. I'm just like Evan had to chuck a pillow at him and be like, embrace just, their love. No, I thought they were great. It was just you know some of the long like yeah, like the Robbie scenes, the, the Luke scenes, like, the chase. Just like, dude, this is getting lengthy. Like I get it. You have some extra footage. You're just trying to use yeah. to like milk this thing. If if we weren't recapping it, I I wouldn't have watched this this part. I would have yeah. been fast forwarding through sure, the whole sure, thing. Sure. Um, but before we wrap, we have to go back and we have to talk about the fact that we got a cameo at first from our Lord and Savior Tyler Cameron. <laughs> I. I hate how good looking that guy is. He's he's perfect looking, okay, right? I, let me talk about it. You don't need to talk about it. You've talked about it plenty on this podcast, okay? <laughs> I just hate... I mean, like, nobody looks good on Zoom. And he's... Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you're about to launch into it again. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, yes, he is a god. It was crazy. I was licking the television screen. No, it is crazy, though. Yeah. Like, how good looking that guy is. It's yeah. like it's just incredible. You're like I, that guy just won the lottery of 
whatever. Like, well, and then it like just looks and then not only when when Hannah's season started, Becca and I were like, I mean, look at the guy. Of course, but right. we were judgmental. We saw the sure. way he looked, and we were like, he's going to be a total dude. And then he's great. And, and he's then of a course, he's, he's a, he he's works a, out all day. He's a fantastic, he's, lovely human being. Yeah. yeah. Um. You're like, please have a little bit of chat in you. Like, please it's just, just like, like how have some bad yeah. streak. And he's just He's a great guy. He's just a lovely person. He throughout like Hannah's season, he um would would tweet out like the most encouraging things to her, like defend her even though she didn't choose him. Sure. Like it, it was must just have felt so good to beat him. To beat who? In oh, the, to beat season, Tyler, be like, like oh, you mean Jed? Because I Jed won. God, yeah. Well, the Jed, Jed, and Jed's off. Jed was probably like, high for like, yeah. He had a, he had a quick high for like two months, and then it came crashing. Obviously, down. I'm just saying for the two months though, would it beat that guy? You must have just been like, I'm untouchable. Oh no, why? Like I'm insane. Yeah. Like <laughs> if I can beat that guy, then it's like, dude, I'm untouchable. I can do oh, anything your, I want. Your my ego life. must have just, his Huge. ego just must have been exploding, Massive. just out of control. Well, look at him. I mean, like look at what he was, what happened with him. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that guy's seriously that guy's, true. That guy's it hurts. It does hurt. Well, he's he's uh talking about his BFF who is going to be the new bachelor, Matt James, and um he's talking about how they I mean they've known each other for a while. He was saying that he was a freshman, I think, in college, and Matt kind of took him under his wing. Um and they showed the clip of when they announced on Good Morning America that Matt was going to be the next Bachelor, that he wasn't wearing any pants. And we didn't know that. And then they bring Matt out. And I was telling Evan, you know, I know we've talked about on this episode or on um, on the podcast how, you know, it's like it's sad because it's like, oh, gosh, like, you know, I don't feel like we didn't we didn't get the chance to get to know Matt before he was going to be the Bachelor. And we're hoping on Claire season they do like a catch up with Matt so like, yeah, you can get yeah. to know him. But just this glimpse, I'm super excited. Big fan. Big fan. Cool guy. Like, he... Kind of a boss. Like, yeah, he just kind of had, like, confidence, and he was charming. He's just, like... <sighs> trying to think how to describe it. The, the difference between the typical bachelor talking to Chris Harrison, <laughs> the presidential vibe of, like... I don't know, Chris Harrison, I'm just really excited to find love and I've been looking in all the wrong places and here we go. He, you know, when Chris Harrison, uh, uh, you know, asked him about him being excited, I like the fact that he immediately called out and was like, yeah, a lot of my black friends who have not been Bachelor Nation faithful are planning on watching. I'm excited to see diversity on the show and be part of it. He called it out to Chris Harrison's face. I thought that was so awesome. And then as they're having this back and forth, he's got this smirk on the whole time. And you can tell he's like trying not to laugh at like, you know, just the questions of just like, what is it like to feel like da da da? And he just seems like it's just going to be a season where... he seems like he's down to have fun. It's not going to just be all serious. Like he's smirking. He's going to have a good time. He's doing the the Good Morning America interview without pants on and no one knows. Like, and I know you don't know this, but that salmon jacket that he was wearing, it was a big joke during Hannah's season because all the guys would pass, would, would share this one salmon jacket. So the fact that he was wearing it, he's just going to be fun. I, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I think that he's going to be, I'm just excited for him as a bachelor and, I really hope that we, during Claire's season, get little blips of getting to know Matt more because I liked that little moment that we got. Yeah, he seemed like someone who's kind of out of it. 
in regards yes. to like he's not like oh i was on the show and that's why i got chosen. like there's something like i know it's a disruptive from the normal model yeah and it's random yeah but i actually think it's gonna bring like a whole fresh energy and personality no, to you're it true. he's not like part of the bachelor family no he, he probably doesn't even care he probably doesn't he's not fanboying about it it's probably yeah. not it's probably not even a thing he hasn't been trained yeah yeah through like to being in a season on how to act like there's probably gonna be this like totally fresh like yeah. energy right in that's true so it's probably that's gonna true. be exciting i think it's gonna be cool i can't wait well uh we did get quick news quick bachelor news um we did find out that via reality steve that claire the next bachelorette evan claire's <laughs> i knew that yeah uh-huh. uh claire's season uh they are pa- apparently are starting to film july 9th uh, in Palm Springs, they're taking over Ooh. the Ritz-Carlton Rancho Mirage, and they're staying at the Ritz-Carlton the whole time because they have to be quarantined. Right. So they're going to film everything. So what you can expect is a lot of sweaty people because Palm Springs in July and August is 115 degrees. Oh, sweltering. It's going to be so hot. Every single date, they're going to be dripping. Oh, yeah, when they like have a dress on and like a suit. Oh, it's just going to be sweat no. central, and and they're and they're going to have their like rose ceremonies at nighttime. The men in the suits still one hundred and ten, still one hundred and ten at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. So it's going to be a real sweaty season. Super excited, excited the the fact that they're filming. So hopefully we'll have the the um season start in September. Yeah, and uh, thanks for doing this to me, babe. I know, I know that uh, you know, broads, this was. All over. We were talking a lot about ourselves. Yeah, I, feel I like think we were all over the map. We were all over the map, but I mean, we have to talk about ourselves because maybe we're narcissistic. <laughs> it's all about me. Everything comes back. To I us. do like to hear my own voice in the microphone in these head and you like phones. Just, so yeah, yeah. But anywho, thanks for doing this with me. Um, anytime. Appreciate you always. I'll be the relief pitcher anytime. Thank you. Well, Becca's. Um, gonna be back next week so okay, cool. your spin you was year. very short <laughs> i'll see you in a year or whenever, whenever maybe she has another kid <laughs> all right like, i really want to be on the show I'll call her up be like are you guys planning anything soon? any you and gray you know we'll take the two kids you guys can go on a little romantic yeah, getaway I'll try to set it up i really want to be on the show <laughs> all right frauds well uh chat soon chat soon <laughs> <laughs>